In today's show, we have news about the Main Street Electrical Parade going away again and Disneyland Forever going away again. There's a new Where's My Car app. Huh? (laughs) Headline news, meetups, trivia, and so much more on this week's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Before we get too far into the show, we have to give a shout out to our good friends and sponsor, Destinations to Travel. Go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel and get in touch with our good friends at Destinations to Travel. It doesn't matter what kind of trip you're wanting to go on, cruise, Disney, Disneyland, Disney World, anywhere you want to go around the world, as long as you're able to in this day and age, Destinations to Travel can get you there. Now, I know a lot of people like to do their own planning, and that's cool, but these folks will help you in any way that you need and give you the the latitude to do whatever you want to do, but it doesn't cost you a dime. So why wouldn't you? So reach out to our friends at Destination of Travel, hook up with them, let them show you how they can save you time, money, and frustration and protect you when you're traveling because it's horrible to be in a situation where you need some help and don't have anyone to go to. So go over to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash travel and get in touch with our good friends and sponsors, Destinations to Travel. All right, everybody. Welcome to the show. Uh, hey, hon, did we do anything fun at Disney this weekend? Uh, we went to Magic Kingdom. The where? <laughs> the Magic Kingdom. Oh. The rainy kingdom, you mean? Yes. Yeah. Well, towards the end. Do you, would you like to tell about our fun experience, starting oh. with the parking? Oh, no, you can do that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we had parking reservations in Magic Kingdom. And uh, uh, as a pass holder, I don't park in the TTC typically. I usually park at a resort and take a monorail or boat over. So I decided to take a shot at trying to park at the Contemporary. And there's various ways you can do that. And we won't tell them here on the show. But if you want, you can message me at DisneyParksPodcast at gmail.com. And I can give you some tips. Anyway, we get there. We I tell them the reason we're going to uh, be there. And then he says, well, let me call my supervisor uh, to find out if we're allowing anybody in the parking lot. Like, okay. Calls the supervisor and he says, no, we are on a hard lockdown. Either you have to have a room reservation or a dining reservation, and there are no other reasons for you to be in this parking lot. If you'd like to come here, you have to park in the TTC and then take the monorail over. I was like, yeah, okay, thanks. So we left there. We made a reservation for Kona. Mm-hmm. And then went over to the poly, got to the gate, and uh, I said, we're, we're going for lunch. The guy said, okay, thanks, see you later. <laughs> didn't ask if we had a reservation, didn't ask why we were there, didn't even ask to see my ID at that point. It was just like, yeah, okay, thanks, see you later. So we parked at the poly, uh, we had some lunch at Captain Cook's, canceled our Kona reservation. Uh, we had, uh, what, what are those called, the pulled pork nachos. Oh, very good. And coconut meatballs. Very now, good. <laughs> as an Italian, uh, saying coconut meatball to you, I'd be like, mm, mm. it's actually pretty good. 
And uh, Jasmine uh, Rice was also very good. So, yeah. um, so we went over to the Magic Kingdom, and uh, I was on a mission to find this Buzz Lightyear watch that they came out with. And right now, it seems to be only be in the Magic Kingdom. Um, so bought said watch, and then we went to the People Mover, Carousel of Progress, uh, the Laugh Floor, and then we had a dining reservation over at the plaza and uh we headed over there and uh at uh our reservation was five o'clock uh the woman asked if we checked in online and i was like no and no we didn't uh and you know normally they just pull out a tablet and then just check you in but she didn't want to do any of that work not a helpful cast member mm-hmm. so uh, unfortunately, you were having trouble getting us checked in. I was yep. able to do it lickety split like. Um, so, two seconds later, table's ready. We go there, and they tried to cram us all the way in the corner of like that little glass room, all the way at the end, uh, in a table, a round table, it squished in between two families with only really one seat, and that was the bench seat. There was no mm-hmm. seat on the other side of the table. Mm-hmm. We're like, well, we're not going to sit on the both on the bench. And uh, we requested another table, and after, like, what, 10 minutes or so? Yeah. Uh, we heard thunder, we saw clouds, and we decided to uh, try and get out. So we left. Uh, we said, cancel our reservation. We're leaving. We're, you know, we're not going to wait for you to figure it out. Where there was a table for four, they could have sat us at, but they decided not to do that. No, they told us that there was a family already there for one hour where they were just waiting for them to leave. Yeah. So I asked them to leave. Nobody's going to leave when they know there's a rainstorm coming on. Exactly. So (laughs) we got uh, as far as the turnstiles. And then uh, Mother Nature opened up the gates of hell Mm -hmm. and... It was a good windy rain. I mean, it was coming Hard. coming from every direction. It was just, mm-hmm. uh, it was unbelievable. So after a couple minutes of standing there, we're like, let's just go for it. So we had to go from the turnstiles to the monorail. And I figured, well, as soon as we got to the ramp up to the monorail that's covered, we should be okay. Well, unfortunately, it's not okay. Because that roof has got a bazillion holes in it. Mm -hmm. So in between the two areas, water is just sheeting down like a rainstorm, um, which was horrible. We got on the monorail. We're freezing our butts off because we're now wet and in a very chilly monorail. Mm -hmm. Uh, So finally, we made it home and uh, just had some pizza and a movie. Anyway, Mm -hmm. that was it. That was good times. Good times (laughs) at the uh, Magic Kingdom. So... We'll see. (laughs) All right, hon, what's the uh, first story? So we're going to talk about the Main Street Electrical Parade and Disneyland Forever. Fireworks at Disneyland Park before the limited time runs ends on September 1st. Boo. Disneyland Resort guests have been thoroughly enjoying the magic of the nighttime spectaculars this summer. Celebrated nighttime entertainment returned earlier this spring, including the World of Color, at Disney's California Adventure Park, plus the Main Street Electrical Parade, Disneyland Forever Fireworks, and Fantasmic at Disneyland Park. 
As these shows ignite the night each evening, they bring a sense of wonder and excitement to guests of all ages. While World of Color and Fantasmic will continue the regular shows, the Main Street Electrical Parade and Disneyland Forever Fireworks will be ending their limited time runs on September 1st. Until then, guests can continue to catch the Disneyland Forever Fireworks Spectacular and the 50th anniversary celebration of the Main Street Electrical Parade nightly. Guests won't want to miss their chance to come and experience these two beloved nighttime spectaculars while they're still running at Disneyland Park. Disneyland Forever Fireworks is a street disguise celebration filled with sparkling pyrotechnics and immersive projections that envelop you in a breathtaking journey with surprising special events. This spectacular transports guests from an Anaheim orange grove into the world of timeless Disney and Pixar stories. In celebration of its milestone anniversary this year, the Main Street Electrical Parade debuted an all-new Enchanted Grand Finale that celebrated the theme of togetherness. As it unites more than a dozen Walt Disney Animation Studios and Pixar Animation Studios stories. As the Grand Finale passes by, guests along each side of the parade route see a different set of stylized scenes from classics and contemporary favorite stories such as Encanto, The Jungle Book, Raya and the Last Dragon, Aladdin, Coco, Mulan, Brave, the, Diz, the Princess and the Frog, and more. Mark your calendars and make sure your plans are now so you can catch the Main Street Electrical Parade and the Disneyland Forever fireworks before we say farewell to, farewell to them September 1st, 2022. We hope to see you real soon. I was hoping to get out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I was hoping to uh, get out there and see... The Main Street Electrical Parade. Mm. Uh, but apparently that's not going to happen. Now, I would be saying to you all, well, maybe they're going to package it up and get it here before the end of our 50th anniversary. But I don't think that's going to happen. I, th- I, I don't know where this is going next. You know, it was in Japan. Now it's there. Uh, could it come to Disney World again? I hope so. I don't care when it comes to Disney World, as long as it gets here. I mean, we don't have any nighttime parades anymore, so uh, I'd be interested in anything. All right. Apparently, this is a very big problem uh, at Disney, (laughs) Disney World and Disneyland, uh, because now they've built it into the app. Uh, It's called Where's My Car? It is sponsored by State Farm Insurance, uh, in case you care. Uh, But this feature will first launch at Walt Disney World Resort uh, this summer, and then it will be over at Disneyland Resort later this year. So it's a car locator. It's complimentary. Uh, This feature that uses location technology, we call it TPS, Disney, to find out where... (laughs) To find and save a guest parking details, this feature functions best when you enable your location services, your Bluetooth, and your notifications on your mobile device. And I would say this to that sentence. Is this just so Disney can track you in the parks, too? Mm. Mm. Maybe. Maybe not. Um... I'll tell a story once I get done with this. Uh, the feature will be available at all four Walt Disney World theme parks, uh, Disney Springs, Disney Water Parks, ESPN, Wild World, the Sports Complex. All guests have to do 
is open their My Disney Experience app, tap the car locator card on the home screen so that they can use the feature, or you can go to the hamburger menu uh, for access to the car locator. After that, guests can follow the prompts to enter their parking information if they choose to enable location permissions on their device. Car locator can help fill in the details for them, like where you actually are, in case you don't know. Uh, When guests are ready to leave, they can return to the car locator for their parking information. Now, will it give them like little beep, 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 like you're getting closer to your car, like here, you know, like like a little walking trail to your car in the lot? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm almost tempted to try it. Uh, be sure that guests have the latest updates. So you have to have the latest version of the My Disney Experience app uh, to use this. And then later this year, the feature will be launched in Disneyland. So when I worked in security, I can't tell you how many people uh, can't find the car. But here's the secret, kids. You, you, you don't need to use this because if you get to the parking lot, you can just ask a security host or any of the parking attendants, say, hey, I can't find my car. And this is what happens. When you park, when you come in in the morning into, say, the Magic Kingdom parking lot, uh, one of the parking attendants keeps a log of what row and what, like if it was Pluto row 1 through 10, was being filled in the hours of 9 to 10. So they know, if you can guess when you got to the park, they can tell you where your car should be and narrow the hunt down. Or here's an idea. Use your phone. Take a picture of where your car is. <laughs> take a picture of the aisle. Take a picture of oh. where it is. Take a picture, you know. Why Why have to download another app? Uh, <laughs> yeah, or, or give Disney permission to every service on your phone. It would be another problem, mm-hmm. I would say. Uh, I'll tell you a quick story. So I was uh, I was at uh, Epcot doing uh, security in the parking lot. This is where we used to drive the vehicles around. They don't do that anymore. Uh, that was to help people find the car or jumpstart your car. We don't do that anymore. Uh, but a family had parked their car, got out, ran to the tram, got on the tram, and went all the way to the turnstiles and forgot that they left their kids in the car. Mm-hmm. So... Security had to go back around to the front, scoop up the parents, and then take them back to their aisle so that they can get their kids out of the car. Just maybe we don't need a car locator app, but we need a child finder. (laughs) There you go. We call those Apple Air Tags. Just saying. I know it's illegal, but give it a shot. <laughs> All right, hon, what's the next story? So, Moonlight Magic at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park announced. Disney's Vacation Club just gave us a summer surprise announcing Moonlight Magic at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park. Men- members will have the opportunity to attend this member-exclusive event at Typhoon Lagoon on the following dates this summer. Tuesday, August 9th. Monday, August 15th, Tuesday, August 23rd of 2022. This exclusive event for DVC members and their guests features complimentary refreshments, exclusive character meet and greets, access to select attractions with shorter than usual wait times, and a DJ party dance. To register, members must have an existing resort reservation at either Walt Disney World Resort or Disney's Vero Beach Resort, with the travel party finalized before Sunday. July 17th, 2022, by 11.59 p.m. 
Eligible members will receive an email on Thursday, July 21st, 2022, with further instructions, including the reservation link. Event registration is done through an online virtual queue and begins at 11 a.m. Eastern on Friday, July 22nd, 2022. Party size is limited to a member to a member and up to four additional guests for a total of five tickets total, or the total number of guests on the resort reservation. Children under three years old do not need to be registered to attend. General reservations open to all members will begin on Wednesday, August 3rd, 2022 at 11 a.m. Eastern, pending availability. Please note that Moonlight Magic is considered a Disney Vacation Club membership extra and can only be booked by direct members with a valid blue membership card. Yep. So if you bought your membership from a third party, you are ineligible for this event. You have to have purchased your points via uh, Disney. Okay. So just keep that in mind. Uh, if you can, if you're a DVC member and you're going to be here, or if you're a local and you're going to be here because you're local, um, Try to go to the event. It's a lot of fun. They, you know, there's a DJs. Uh, there's more characters in the water park. Uh, there's less crowds, less weights. Um, it, it's just all. Um, they have specialty cocktails at night too. So uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I I enjoyed it the one time we went. All right. Next up, uh, Top of the World Lounge is now going to offer a nightly paid event. So Disney Vacation Club uh, is going to test a nightly member package at the Top of the World Lounge. It's called a Villain's Lair. It's including snacks and reserved seating for a fee. Thank you for doing that, Disney. Uh, From July 11th through August 11th, qualifying Disney Vacation Club members can take advantage of Wicked Wind Down, an exclusive lounge. For a fee of $55 per person, plus tax, plus gratuity. And members will receive a cocktail, an appetizer, and a sinfully sweet treat from the lounge's new menu. The fee also includes a reserved table inside the lounge and access to a specially reserved area of the rooftop terrace during the Magic Kingdom's firework presentation. In order to participate, members must qualify for membership magic that means you bought it from disney not a third party and have a current reservation at a disney owned resort using their points so you have to be staying on your points to do this uh you can contact dvc member services in order to make reservations this offer is subject to daily capacity limits because they're not going to sell out the whole lounge they're going to keep some of it for people that don't want to pony up 55 bucks so uh it will be limited uh, plans call for additional dates to be added. Certain holidays and special event uh, dates will be included. Like, say, for instance, Halloween. Everybody's going to want to see the Halloween fireworks from the Wicked Lair. So those, either they're going to bump up the price or they're just going to say no. So uh, be prepared for that. Uh, general access to the lounge began on July 11th. Uh, Access is free to qualifying members. Once again, you have to be, you know, have a blue card. Reservations are not offered, and all seating is available on a first-come, first-served basis. The lounge is available from 6 p.m. to midnight daily, with check-in beginning at 5.45 p.m. That's at the bottom of Bay Lake Tower, 
there's a little desk uh, near the check-in area that you can do your check-in there for uh, Top of the World. Disney Vacation Club recently previewed some of the changes coming at Top of the World. So there's been a bunch of pictures on the internet. Uh, you can go check those out. Sounds like fun. It does. I think we have to uh, ask our DVC member friends. No, that would be great. If they can book, <laughs> book something for us. Yeah. Pluto's Pumpkin Pursuit is coming to Epcot this fall. Walt Disney World has announced that from September 29th to October 31st, or while supplies last, unique Halloween fun for the whole family will be available at Epcot with a new Pluto's Pumpkin Pursuit. With the purchase of a map and stickers, guests can search around Epcot to look for hidden decorative pumpkins themed to Disney characters. Whether they search for the pumpkins or not, guests may return their map to one of the redemption locations within the theme park to receive a small food and wine festival keepsake item. Interesting. So this is the the old give us some money and we'll give you a pin <laughs> ploy. Yeah. Because how many people really do the complete scavenger hunt thing? Mm. Not many. Epcot's a big place. I think the kids get bored. All right. Hey, uh, we have some things. Uh, you know, we haven't had a uh, meetup. We're, we're going to see if we could do a live meetup somewhere um, as soon as we find some time on our schedules. Uh, and then uh, we're going to see if we can do some live uh, events from different places around Disney. So uh, if you really can't get here to Disney World, uh, we'll do some uh, live stuff and uh, we'll try to post it a couple days ahead when. We're going to go live somewhere, and then you can follow along and see where we are. So stay tuned for that. All right, last week we had a trivia question. It was this. What animation blueprint was used for two different scenes in two different Disney princess movies? The correct answer was the ballroom scene uh, from Beauty and the Beast was also a redo from Sleeping Beauty. It's the same scene uh, in Beauty and the Beast. They just had better technology to make you go around the room a little better. And the correct answer came from Alicia. And Alicia will be in the mail this week. All right. This week's trivia question is this. It's an oldie but a goodie. The vultures in the Jungle Book movie were originally supposed to be voiced by a specific rock and roll band. Rock and roll. So if you know the name of that band, send that to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. What were the vultures supposed to actually be? They were going to rock on, rock on. All right. This is just a rumor. Rumor. I don't have my, oh, wait, rumor. There you go. Uh, Star Wars Launch Bay uh, and the Carousel Theater, this is over at Disneyland, are going to be demolished and replaced by a seating area in Tomorrowland. <laughs> All right. So as things start to get closer to D23, we are learning about a majority of the overhaul coming to Tomorrowland at Disneyland. So maybe all these announcements will be done in the parks presentation. Uh, the latest information uh, reveals reports that the Star Wars Launch Bay building is expected to be demolished and replaced by a seating area. Ouchie. 
I would think that that would go against the principles of making money per square foot because seating area doesn't make money, but a merchandise area does. Anyway, uh, the building went up in 1967 for the relocation of the Carousel of Progress to Disneyland. It closed in 1973 when the attraction moved to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, The theater wasn't uh, vacant for long as Mark Davis developed America, America Sings as a replacement. Uh, America Sings closed in 1988, and its animatronics were used for the Splash Mountain. Uh, After that, the theater was abandoned for 10 years. Ouchie. Other than the section through which the People Mover traversed until it closed in 1995. Then in 1998, a version of Interventions from Epcot featuring the Interventions Dream Home took over the theater. It featured five uh, different areas showing how the future technology could transform modern lifestyles, including high-tech interactive displays. Interventions was then closed in 2015. It reopened as the Tomorrowland Expo Center later that year. The second floor held the superhero HQ with Marvel characters and meet and greets, and the first floor became the Star Wars launch bay. And when Superhero HQ closed in 2016, Disney generally dropped the Expo uh, Center name and went with Star Wars Launch Bay branding. Disneyland closed for COVID in 2020, and that's when the resort reopened in 2021. Launch Bay did not reopen. So, (laughs) very interesting. Very, very interesting. I, I feel that hour here at the Hollywood Studios in Disney World, that entire area, like Mermaids is still closed. Uh, Launch Bay is opening with uh, Vader and Chewie again. But uh, I feel like that area can just be wiped and made into a Pixar place to connect it to the Toy Story area. You know, because you'll have the barbecue place right there mm-hmm. uh, behind uh, the mermaid building. And I think if you just wipe all that stuff out and make something like the Monsters attraction or, you know, I don't know, some Incredibles attraction, something, something Pixar in that area. Uh, I, I think that would be a better use of the space because the launch bay doesn't really fit there anymore. No. It's out of place. I mean, you have Galaxy's Edge, Star Tours, and Launch Bay. Mm-hmm. So you have three unconnected Star Wars things in the park. I think it's time to fix that, Disney. Anyway. All right, kids. How about a little headline news? And now, the headline news. All right. First up, Disney Cruise Line was named world's world's best cruise line by travel and leisure readers ouchie all the rest of you cruise people <laughs> ouchie ouchie that that that's going to leave a mark but this is not the first time right no no yeah i yeah. think almost every year they get an yeah. award yeah yeah well we're heading on one in february we'll uh we'll report back and uh, somebody, somebody sitting here <laughs> is heading to the wish. Yay! 
so excited. Yeah. In huh? October. Yeah. So you can come back and I'll, if I'm still I here. want a full report. What do you mean if you're still here? <laughs> well, I mean, you're going to have some guests on, so right. You'll I could be. do a report. Well, you're coming back and telling us about the wish. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I want a full report. Mm-hmm. I'll have to give you my GoPro to use, Tim. All right, next up, uh, there's a new Obi-Wan Kenobi-inspired merch coming soon to Disney Parks and Shop Disney. So if you're hungry for some Obi-Wan merch, it's coming soon. Just hunker up. Uh, make sure to shop, uh, check Shop Disney. Uh, hey, if you're a pass holder, you can get a free Orange Bird magnet if you feel like standing in line in the sweltering sun to do so. Uh, I think this is typically till August, they said, or when supplies last. And I don't, I think their supply always outlasts the date. So uh, head over there. There's a virtual queue. Sign up for the virtual queue. You'll get a callback time. You have one hour to go get your thing. Go get it. You're done. All right, featured in this uh, year's Epcot Food and Epcot's International Food and Wine Festival, they have some new Princess Tiana cookware that is debuting. So, in the first time in forever, we now have some Princess cookware. I didn't think princesses cooked. <laughs> I really didn't think that. I thought they kind of had their own uh, cooking people, but that's okay. Right. We'll see. Uh, hey, the Walt Disney World Company earned, you ready? Buckle up, kids. 147 Primetime Emmy Award nominations. Ow. That's a lot. I wonder who, I wonder if Netflix or Hulu or if anybody got more. Well, Hulu's Disney. Anyway, I wonder who got the most. I'll have to do some research. Anyway, hey, Duffy the Disney Bear now has a new friend coming to Hong Kong Disneyland. So if you're into the whole Duffy thing, he's got a new friend. He seems to reproducing friends all the time. At least once a year, he gets a new friend. You know. Well, don't you go to a resort and you meet new people? You can have new friends. He's a bear. <laughs> a stuffed bear. A stuffed bear. Remind me to tell you about the Duffy story. Okay. Yeah, me and Duffy have a long history together. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, hey, uh, over at the studios, the Frozen sing-along celebration will be closing for a refurbishment starting August 22nd. There's no open date currently. So we don't know what they're doing. New snow guns, new lights. Who knows? Something's happening. Maybe they're going to get rid of Frozen and change it into something else. Hmm, I don't know. It's a pretty popular show. Yeah, it could happen. You never know. Uh, hey, over at the uh, Disneyland California Adventure, the red car trolley reopened. That's great. I, I can't believe it was closed this long, but that's okay. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, speaking of Thor Love and Thunder, uh, it opened with a box office of $303.2 million for the grand opening weekend. Owie, everybody else. <laughs> all right. All you annual pass holder locals that live here in Florida know that if you go to the Orange Garage, there's two entrances. One uh, by uh, the Coke store and then one over by Splitsville. And the one over by Splitsville uh, has been closed. You couldn't get down that way. You had to go all the way to the other end. Well, kids, guess what? We have great news. Da, da, da. Let's have some applause. 
they finally put security at the other entrance, and you can now go down by Splitsville and Everglades Donut. It only took them two years to do that. <laughs> why? Why, why, why? Anyway. Uh, hey, uh, over at Toy Story Land, the Green Army Drum Corps is back. I guess they found some more entertainment people to hire. So that is returning to store war, uh, tor, toy, 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 land. <laughs> uh, hey, Disney World removed the Hollywood Tower of Terror promotional structure. Now, if you were coming down World Drive, say from like Celebration Area off of I-4 or the Gaylord Palms area, you came down World Drive that way, there was a Tower of Terror structure and it, you know, had the car that the people kind of moved that it hadn't moved in quite a long time. Well, they ripped down the entire structure. Owie. I feel that something has to go there because there's really no archway of like, hey, welcome to Walt Disney World. Now, that would be great if they built one there, but what if they built some other advertising structure thing, like, say, for Guardians of the Galaxy or Star Wars... You know, Star Wars right there. I, I feel like they should do that. Right? Something should go there. Mm. Something needs to go in its place. I feel like it'll look very empty and vacant. Uh, and some uh, sad news, which I'm not really sure of. I, I need some verification from... I'll have to get some verification on this one. But Disney Corporate is saying that they're not moving anybody to the Lake Nona area here in Florida until 2026. I guess maybe they're going to wait for the housing market to cool down. I don't know. So I'm not sure if that's completely 100% true. I have some sources that I can check and maybe uh, we'll, we'll come back and we'll update that. All right. Anything else, hon? Anything interesting you got going on? Nope. Yeah? Nope. All right. Hey, we are live uh, tonight. This show is live on the internet it's on uh, your YouTube channel, which is what, hun? Say Beyond Disney. It's S-E-A-A-S-E-A Beyond Disney. So YouTube channel. YouTube. Yep. Uh, we're on uh, Disney Parks Podcast Facebook page, Disney Parks Podcast YouTube page, Disney by the Numbers page, Disney by the Numbers YouTube page, Destination to Travel page. So we're all over the internet. We are going to try and do that uh, weekly on Monday nights. I'm not sure if we're going to have a hard start time, but uh, we will try to figure that out and uh, we'll come back and let you know. But uh, as we like to say around here, kids, if you don't see us online, you'll see us at the Disney Parks Podcast. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company.